The real talk. Life's too short, but I'm a saint. Take the bus here, yeah. I am a paradise. The real talk. Fitness podcast. Right, folks, welcome back to episode number two. Number two. Fitness podcast. Um, got some good feedback from the last one, so we're going to go for another one. <laughs> uh, we could only get better, I suppose. But uh, before we start, I want to say thanks to um, Wes for doing our intro. Unbelievable. Wes, Wes D Beats on Instagram. So if you need any work done from him, give him a shout. Yes. And a thanks to Connor McGrath as well for doing a logo. We got a new logo done up as well. So we look apart, sound apart. We look apart, exactly. For That's our intro way. and our, our thing. So hopefully that. Fucking podcast sounds apart now, I'll be flying. <laughs> so, plan of action, we've got two kind of main topics we want to go over today, and we've yep. got some questions at the end. So, do you want to start with our first topic? Well, thank you everybody for your wee feedback, first and foremost. Um, it's, uh, it, was, it was class to hear and see all the wee shares and stuff. Um, it's because it's like something that we want to do to help use all reach your wee goals. So, thank you all for that. Um, I got a wee topic today of spot reduction. Basically, I always get questions of from people asking me how can I lose body fat in my tummy area. Like all us women always tend to find the flaws in every single body part. But what people don't realize is that women are naturally going to have more body fat than men because um, I think a lot of women don't realize that. I think people mm-hmm. are genetically made up the exact same as men, but we need more um body fat because they for they carry children and all that jazz you know so there's loads of mixed studies like is spot reduction a doable thing is it not a doable thing genetics have a wild big play in it um big time, I, big time. I think you know people are just even uh, even where you hold fat uh, like, you, like, fat, eh? like some people like i would tend to hold a lot and like lower stomach lower back if i was if yeah. i was putting on a bit of weight but like my legs no matter what weight I am, my legs just never hold any fat. Yeah. And then that's that's just, but then it's always funny because people like always have like a couple of girl clients have had for fucking years, like, and they're just saying how easy it is for boys to lose weight compared to women. Mm-hmm. And it is like, it's so much easier to, for boys to get mad. Like a, a big lad could come to me and eight weeks later, he could look like a fucking different animal. And we girls, it's, it's doable, but they have to struggle a lot more. I think we do to get that same, like you'll see photos of girls and they're fucking ripped, but believe they struggled to get there. Like, okay. like they even have any abs shown. Even for even a, a male, like I uh, for a woman especially, but even males, like you have to really struggle like for two yeah. three weeks at the end, like after doing it for maybe fucking seven or eight before. Like I know when people start or you're doing a call with somebody before they start with, and their main goal is to lose fat and tone up. Yeah, I fucking hate the word tone up. I like that, exactly. I, 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 fucking. It's not a thing. You can't tone a muscle. It's all like you can do two things that you either lose fat or build muscle. You do both. You don't. You know, as you, you if you're heavier, look. Uh, it gives you the tone look. If they get the tone look, when you lose the fat and you build muscle, and then that gives you that tone overall look. Yes. But, but it's, as you say, it's not their fault. It's because of everything that's been shown, and like even <sighs> like even know. before. Like, I knew these things, but I was still, my mind was warped and they believe in that, like, spot reduction. The reason why I wanted to do it was because I was victim to that. Like, right. I did specifically because I, um, 
I have like naturally like big legs and a big bum. Like mm. four years ago, that wasn't a, a like I wasn't seen as a nice woman. You know, like all the girls. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like a wee, wee sticks. Like so, I was always like trying to make sure to try and reduce reduce. Well, like, listen, it makes se- it makes sense. Like it does. It, it does make sense before you understand it. Like if you think right, I want to lose my belly. I'm gonna just do all I can in the gym doing fucking core exercises, just hammering that every day. It makes sense that you're going like, to work that area. I, like I understand why people under like think this, like, but it's just not a fucking thing. Simple as. Uh, but uh, but it is lack of education for people. I think that's why, and that's why we're here, folks. That's why we're here. Exactly. exactly. Um, it is lack of understanding because like um, people think, oh, I'm going to work this area and I'm going to make it smaller. In a sense, it does make sense because what you're doing is you're increasing the blood flow, and whenever you increase the blood blood flow, blood flow. Flow, um, you're <laughs> getting up the, <laughs> the thermogenic effects. Seems like you're going to burn fat in that area because you're building up the friction and the heat. But at, like, there's loads of studies done to show that, like, there was I think there was 40 women who were given seven seven different ab exercises. They had to do five days a week, two sets of ten on each exercise, twice a day for five weeks. Mm. And there was no difference whatsoever in their abdominal circumference and mm. their abdominal fat and their abdominal muscle. So I think with women feeling like it is a problematic area, especially women who have had babies, it's because your your muscle tone changes completely. Like it's, mm. I think it's really hard for a woman to see her body before having wings and then after because it completely changes. And so you do go head first in and you're like, well, I need to work this because I want to. But, but like you think too, a thing that always kind of I try to relate to people in a nice way because it's not, it's not like it's not a nice thing to hear in a way. But if somebody is really overweight or somebody who has their body completely changed and that's been maybe some people might be a year, might be six months, might be 10 years. Mm. And like they've been accumulating fat or gaining weight for ten years, say, yeah. And then the Hank doing a fucking six week, eight week thing is just going to undo all that mad, like all that work. You exactly. know what I mean? It's it's not as simple as just thinking, right? I'm going to do this now, and, and in eight weeks' time, I'm going to be where I was ten years ago. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's just not the way it's going to be, and that's um, realistic about it. It didn't take and you that's all why that people, time to put on with exactly. That's why people get so disheartened because of things they see on social media, or things maybe they've done in the past when they were younger and they had less responsibility and it didn't work and do you know what I mean they had more time to do it and put the whole energy in it then they get so frustrated when it doesn't go a certain way people I think they, they always make unrealistic expectations for themselves and they, they always like put a lot of pressure on themselves and, and they're so that, sore and critical as well like that's on I've really been bad at myself over the years like like body dysmorphia is such a thing but it's not uh-huh. just in terms of people who are anorexic or people who no, are no. It's see, particularly in males around my age and younger, no matter how much size and how much muscle you gain, you never think that you're actually any different. Like, there's a powerful, powerful image I've seen, and it was uh, like a mirror, and it was showing a boy in the mirror, and he was muscly, but from what he was looking, he, was he, he could only see this wee boy, and it's a fucking boy. real mental an issue that many did with in different ways. And I did it with myself too, and mm-hmm. so many times you think. I don't look like that anymore, but it's always there. Aye, it's, that's it. it's a fucking mindfuck, like. It is. I think because, like, when it's to do with body image, I think, like, 90% of the population, we all do suffer with some sort of body image issues. Like, I don't think... Some there's sort of... Aye, there's... Everybody does nearly 100% of some sort. 
like it might not be how something looks, but it might be their fucking height or there's always going to, there's always something. At yourself, aren't you? Aren't yeah, they yeah. But if if you're not going to be at least kind to yourself, like in a sense, then you're buggered. Like because people aren't, people don't care. Like they're like in general, people just don't give a fuck about oh. what you're doing. If something's going well for you, they don't care. They might come across like they don't care. Like that's just that's a hard reality. That is a hard reality. That's but it's it's just something you have to always think in your head. Like if you can't be good to yourself, then fucking don't expect anybody else to, you know what I mean? So that's that's kind of like the whole mental side of it. But in terms of physically, you can't just target a certain area and focus on just trying to lose a certain part of your body. Like you have to lose overall, you have to focus on just getting strong. Doing your gym work, I think people what they think as well is they think start goal and go, but they yeah. don't think about anything in between. In between, and that's so how how are you going to get there? Like, what are you compiling that's going to get you to that end result, or yeah. not even an end result, the result that you can maintain then, which is important. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things you have to think about. Like, it's, it's even small changes. Like, you start and you want to do fucking six k steps a day when you're going yeah. from doing none. And then you're going to increase that. And then you're going to change things within your certain diet instead of eating shite all the day. I think right. like, like when you're on about like eating shite, um, I think that's the downfall for most people because a lot of us emotionally, like we let our emotions dictate our actions like 100% right. of the time. So um, what I always tell the girls to do, and I don't know if it's going to be a good tip for any of you out there who find that you are struggling with snacking a lot. I get the girls to compile a wee snack bag every day. So say they give 300 calories for their snacks. They have it in a wee bag. And once all those snacks are gone, then they know that they can't have any more snacks that day. Mm. But when they're craving the snacks, they just take it out of that bag and it's there and they're going to stay within their calories. That's a good idea. But I think like, as as we're talking about compiling things to get somewhere, it's kind of like, it's like driving from Strabane to Dublin. You're starting in Strabane, but you don't just go straight to Dublin. How how the fuck are you going to get there? Like you go through whatever, you go to Oma and then you go on. And how you... You maybe stop off, and it's the same way a fitness like change or a lifestyle change. You might stop off for a week and take a week off, that's go it. on holidays, then you get back again. You get back in the car and you go again. That's that's, that's as simple as compiling things are. You can gain a momentum and gaining gaining ways in what you're going to achieve this result. And I think that's a lot of coaches don't tell a client why they're doing something in a certain way. Yes, I always like the person to understand why we're doing it, and not just mm. be like, "Right, do this." Like, have a conversation with them and say, "Listen, this is why we're doing it." They understand why we're doing it because then the, the day if they don't, then they're always going to need help. That's you know it. what I mean? That's it. That's completely. Oh, that's a hundred percent right, and that's why that's the difference between a good coach and a bad coach because there is coaches though. who don't really give a fuck; they just want your money, and that's that. They want the end but, photos, but uh, like you want that person, they they know you what they do. Your life. They want you want to change their life. That's what a, a coach's ultimate job is, is to change this person's life and lifestyle. Because mm. you know, like there's loads of workout videos that people can do on YouTube. There's loads of downloadable gym plans that people can use. But it's the fact they have a coach there to guide you, like a proper coach there to guide you and these certain steps in your life and what's going to make you to break these habits. Because at the end of the day, that's what it is. That's what people stuff. do feel as well. Because uh, they revert habits. back the old habit. Old habits. We take years and years of accumulating bad habits. Is that the word of the day? Accumulation. Yes, it is. Again, though, that's yeah. kind of like again, again, <laughs> and, again, and a shitload of fire. That's the same way habits. Like habits. you're not going to change. A, like if you 
drank every night of the week. If you've been doing that for 10 years, then how do you expect to just completely stop it? And no, you can't, you can't small. It's the same way sedentary lifestyle. And, like one. Uh, absolutely. All them small ones all add up in the end. Uh, it all about. It took 66 days for you to break a bad habit. 66 days. Hmm. So if you start like just by each day, just doing something small, that's going to make a big, massive difference. As you say about the steps, did you take 6,000 steps? 6,000 steps is better than none. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Hmm. Um, do what you can do. I think a lot of people focus on what they can't do and don't focus on what they, they can do. And hmm. I think that's where people set themselves up for failure because it's like our bodies, like if we stop focusing on what we want our bodies to look like, and started focusing on what it can do, we would mm. be a lot more proud of ourselves than than just looking to be a certain size or they be a certain But it's like a byproduct of all your work. Like the looks and the body composition change and the aesthetics, that all comes. Like that will come. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's fact. If you just, just keep doing what you're doing, like all that'll come. That's going to just be a byproduct of all your other work that you've been doing and all them small changes you've been making and Maybe some sacrifices that you mightn't have made before, but you are now. That they'll all add up. It really, oh, really will. And it goes back to the main point of like the fat reduction stuff. Like there is areas not like you can build areas, like you can grow muscle in certain areas. It will help change the overall look. But like it's all about instead of focusing all on that one fucking wee bit, why don't you focus on all, the whole? The whole, the whole, exactly. It's- so I think losing overall body fat should be the main goal. Goal for those who are wanting to go down the fat loss weight loss kind of route um so just focus on doing resistance training because girls we need the weight train we need to we need our weights we need to train with our weights because that is going to change the all over body composition you can't do total shape you can't do it with cardio you can't can't just do it cardio. but but we need cardio as well because we need cardio for our um heart health and stuff and just to get absolutely get that sweat on just even to clear your fucking head as well because like weights do people like you know if you're training hard on weights it does clear your head even if you're not even training that hard it will probably clear your head but there's nothing better than like not a big fan of it but going for a run or doing some hut or doing some sprinting or whatever it's just there's just something about it the the release of endorphins after a hut session or um you can't breathe uh, you're absolutely fucked and you feel amazing afterwards. And I think uh, I love like um the likes of James Smith and all. I think they're they're really like straight to the point and stuff. But it annoys me whenever they go at people who like going, Oh, look at me and do my hit workout. Leave uh, people alone. People need to enjoy what they're doing, right? There's lots uh, of people who love going and lifting weights. There's lots of people who don't like going and lifting weights. But as long as you're fucking moving, as long as you're getting your body moving, that should be enough. For you, nobody should be discriminated about the fucking type of workouts that they want to do. If people want to go walking every day, they're fucking fair play to them. Right. That's amazing. They're doing something more than somebody sitting on the earth. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, I like, I do like James Smith. Like, I went to uh, an event there fucking a couple of weeks ago. But oh, did you? Was a class. Was good. Darren, Darren Cardinal. Was I love him. Brilliant. He was really uh, funny. But, like, there's certain things that I would agree with. Majority of the stuff I agree with them, boys. Mm. But there is some stuff as well that I don't, and that's the mm. whole. Like there's me, there's stuff me and you agree Always. on, and we won't, and that's <laughs> the way it is. But that's the way it is. Like it, it does, and I mean when it, they do say about hit. Obviously, hit is hit. Like there's other ways, maybe better ways for certain people. But if people want to do hit, or people want to do home workouts, so they don't want to do it, and don't you don't have to do weights to get resistance either, which I think's yeah. but a misconception. Like you can do a lot with your body weight. 
And if you don't believe me, look up the people that do the calisthenics. Yes, and oh my do God. like they in a park in fucking New York, America. and they're shredded and they're massive and they're an unbelievable shape. Never do no weights. Aye. So it can be done. Like you look at even people back in the day, like years and years ago, like people were just naturally lean, probably mm-hmm. down to the fact that there was no sh- real processed food. There yeah. wasn't an abundance of food probably in the majority of places. Like and and they were doing maybe training. Like you look at the people maybe that were like martial arts and stuff back in the day. Yeah. And they're shredded. They're That's... looking looking apart. Man and woman. And that's yeah. all from not doing the weights either. So it can be done for sure. A hundred percent. It's just about you want to it's just an adaption, really. Like if you're doing the same workout every day though, your body will adapt and then you will stop seeing changes. That's why you have to push things on. If it is body weight, you have to do more reps, do more sets. Whatever, slow it down. Slow it down. Time under tension. Bad weight. Oh, I for sure. Mm, that's like that's that. a lot of ego lifting too. You'll see like people on the way banging out reps of whatever on a chest press or something, and you're like first day bouncing her off the rack, and you're like, great, slow it down, and they can only do like two reps. You're like, catch us on. There's always going to be somebody that's going to want to change something about their body. Um, mm-hmm. that's why there's these fucking detox teas and I seen a weight loss pen. I actually screenshotted it. I was like, what am I? <laughs> Do you not remember the skinny jags band back in lockdown? Not remember them? Skinny jags? People remember were what do you call her? What do you call that blonde though? She was on like the only way is Essex or something. I can't remember her name now. Oh, I don't watch any of that. She Gemma, what do you call her? Oh, is this the one Darren called out? Ah, what do you call her again? Gemma something. No, I don't know, but I know that that was. Aye. Aye. But she she done this big mad transformation, and then she was like, oh, all thanks to skinny jags, where she jagged herself. We was probably just taking steroids. It's probably what it was. <laughs> She's saying, "I'll oh, buy them here." I was like, "Man, what is life going? On? What's going on?" But it's, I feel well sorry for people who feel like they need to go that route, though. Like mm-hmm. you know, like they think that oh, I'm going to look like them if I buy this. Wouldn't it be class if you could just give people that pull? They'd be like, "Here, you want to just be this." Listen, There'll be no more podcasts because I'll be living on a beach in fucking Barbados because I'd have millions and millions of pounds. Do you know what I mean? I podcast be over. I know. <laughs> just be we wouldn't exist. There. <laughs> I would have been over before I'd be gone. Oh, um, stop. But I, like, there's going to always be people and there's going to always be, especially now, like obesity is horrendously Mental. getting out of hand. Like, and we I think there's more people now there is more people now in the world who are obese than I think it's like it's like forty five percent. Like that's nearly majority of people that's obese right. and severely obese. That's not people who are overweight. Sure. And when I started uni about five years ago, that number was lower and it was still bad then. It was like thirty percent. So that's only in like five years that it's jumping all the time. It's not their fault. You know, it's not, it's like it's, wrong. It's like they've been misled and the misconception of nutrition, like time. Like, I don't, like, this is what really annoys me, right? About our culture, right? Mm. Um, Because I get to see firsthand the Italian culture mm. and then our culture here, there is so much emphasis on food in Italy, right? And it's mm. everything is about eating for health, not eating for taste. My granny used to always say to me, so you don't always have to eat for taste. And I was like, mm. what do you mean? I never, I'd always helped like that all her food was always fucking amazing. Aye. Like it was, Aye. but she was like, you know, 
you always have to think about eat this because it's good for that and eat this because it's good for that. Like, and you know, she wasn't she wasn't on the fitness or nutrition or anything like that. That's a great, that's a great point to be fair. I uh, and then like, she go, like I think this is what I get getting the girls to do this this week. Um and the program focus on what the foods that we're eating this week what how is that benefiting our body like mm. i think we so easy to look at food like um and just be like oh that's so amazing like oh i feel like fancy a chinese and stuff but that's all right you can have that chinese you can do that but like where's the cutoff point like why do you feel like you need to keep going and going and going it's it's all to do it's such a psychological thing it's easy access to though as easy as as laziness that we've all got lazy like we would rather but like see these deliveries and like Uber Eats, they are the best and worst things to ever be invented because like if you want to get up at 10 o'clock in the morning order mcdonald's you can don't have to leave your house but why is there no healthy places that do, does these things well over here in newcastle there is to be fair but like you're gonna go on there and order salad <laughs> uh, like you're naughty you're gonna get a fat chinese because it's only like £10 for an absolute feed. You know what I mean? I, I like, and I understand that the whole struggle behind it. Like, most weekends, I probably would get something as well from it. Like, if I'm eating yes. out or whatever, just probably because I'm hungover. Like, you're only 24, aren't you? 24, like, I have no uh, so your hangovers have so... even, your hangovers haven't even, no, nah, they have, man. I've had uh... no hangovers since I've been 18. Like, <laughs> come I just back always to have, come back like, to 34. <laughs> Give you 10 years, now you'll find out. Go back there somewhere of that first point. Can't be done. Just simple as. But it's like, you know what, as well, training training shouldn't always be about what's possible and what's not possible. It should be always about what's practical. I was well proud of it. I was well proud of it. Good point again. <laughs> I was like, show me up bad this day. All these slogans and all. <laughs> it shouldn't be about what's possible but it's about what's practical so what's practical mm. for you and your life Every, uh, everybody's life and circumstances is different so just do you don't be looking at what Susan next door is doing because there's a high chance that she doesn't have half the fucking stress and mm. half the responsibilities is what you do so just do you and mm. do what, what you like doing if you like that leads us on this leads us on great to our next point right? you see? this is then on our next point so our next point and topic is doing things for yourself and for the right reasons yeah so that leads us on lovely to that so mm. um, away there matt doing things for yourself um something nobody's like, gonna you know, do fuck all for you just like i said doing things for yourself is one of the best things you'll ever do mm. point blank yeah. uh, no matter where you're coming from what background what your goal is you should always no matter what it is of course, there's some things fun. Like, I ran a half marathon with Ella Lynch a couple of years ago. I didn't mind it. No. I've done it for him and I've done it for his dad because it was charity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I've done it. But majority of the time, anything you do in your life, it should be for you and for you only. Mm. And doing it for them right reasons. I've seen this thing and I felt quite attacked, to be fair. It was this mum had up a, a tweet and she says, I'm sick of 20-odd-year-old PTs telling me I should find more time and do things for myself and all. Uh, and all so I felt attacked yeah. from her. I can completely but relate to where she's coming from. But yes. you're telling me, right, no matter what, this is a good point. So no matter what is going on, how many wins you have, how many jobs you have, you don't have 30 minutes in a day to yourself. 
you do, right? But hold on a minute. Yeah. You have to prioritize your responsibilities. So this yeah. is one of our wee discussions now. Our first wee things that we don't agree on, right? So right. I do, okay. I do, but like I'm all for doing things for yourself, like especially yeah. taking a couple of minutes out. But I understand where that woman was coming from because sometimes it just feels like you're getting pulled from pillar to post, especially when you've weans. Yeah. Because their needs come before ours. And that's just when you're a parent, that's just the way it is. Um, so it is hard. I understand that, but like there's bound to be like across a week, there has to be there has to be at least three thirty minute time frames where you have to yourself or might not even be thirty, might not even be thirty minutes, could be ten minutes. Just it doesn't have to be about exercising or whatever. No, it could be as we talked about before we get started meditating or meditating, meditating. Quite a life, guys. Doing anything for yourself is going to be the most rewarding thing because it's for you and. You, you want to do it. That's my point. Like, I know some people find it hard to find time, but everybody has time. Everybody has time. The time is there if you make it. That, that is so true. That is so That's where you come true. to your priority thing again. Like yes. You have a priority list in your day. Yeah. That should be on your list. Aye. I think, I think maybe... It like, makes everything else easier. Aye. The way I'm, I'm like looking at, at from that girl's, that, that girl's tweet, um, she probably does. Obviously, she does have the time. But maybe for her downtime, all she wants to do is just sit down with a wee glass of wine and think, fuck us, I am chill. Yeah. That's true. But this is why I get the girls to get up first thing in the morning. Morning yeah, routine. Go. Morning routine. If any mothers are struggling out there or anybody's struggling to get on routine, get a fucking morning routine in the go because it's done before the rest of the day, before you start work, before you get exhausted from the day's antics. Right. And you won't do it. You won't. Mm. You have to get up on away. And this is uh, a lot of people were like, oh, no, you get up in the mornings. I was one of these people because I did. I'm not a, I'm a, I used to be a bull in the morning. Now I'm just like, right, want to get up. Um, listen to, uh, did you ever listen to My Miracle Morning? No. I got it. I like, um, I don't have time to read books, but I listen a lot, a lot to audiobooks. Mm. And it was one of those books that really got to me because mm. what he says, and he's like, what's the worst part of the day? Like, what's the worst part of the morning? Getting up out of bed, waking up and getting out of bed is the worst thing. But what do we continuously do? Hit the snooze button. So we we continue to do the worst part of our morning over and over again, mm. and it sets the tone for the rest of the day. Whereas if we just get up, count the five, one, two, three, four, five, bring up out of bed, like that's us getting up, getting that routine in the morning. So then you do have the time before the wains wake up and stuff. So right. there is time. You just have to make it for yourself. I think the longer it differs from person to person, like for myself. I've always a time during the day, like yeah. midday, just with the way work's been and whatnot, but it'll change now, next few weeks. But like, I've always a time to train during the middle of the day or train in the evening because I don't, like it's not something I think about not doing. I couldn't tell you the last time I missed a session that I was planning to do. Yeah. Because it's just a, it's just a habit uh-huh. to me. You know, it's just something that's just part of my day, every day, well, majority days, is going to the gym for an hour or whatever. And that's usually as long as I'll go. Because I have the time, but then if you, if if you do have wins and whatnot, when you get up in the morning, you bang it out, get it done, whatever it is that you want to do. It's done for the day, look as you say, and then sets you up for the day. Everything else in the day is easier as well. Especially people like who have like work long shifts, twelve hour shifts and stuff. They're not going to want to come at the end of the day and do ah, workout at, at go to the gym at that time. You know what I mean? But um, it's a very but everybody self care. That's basically what we're doing whenever you're doing something for yourself. 100%. So I think, um, I think in a way about 
like in a way, no matter what your situation is, you do need to be selfish in a sense. And yeah. I think you should never apologize for being selfish in that that no. sense either. It's not really like, being selfish, but if you're taking fucking half an hour, it's not, it's not selfish to yourself. For sure, but not. It's money There's guilt. People maybe uh, it's guilt for everyone. Like everybody has different levels of that guilt. Like, like I have no guilt for going to the gym. I don't care who's like if I plan to do something, then well, I'll plan around it or I'll make sure it's done. But I think people will feel bad for trying to better themselves or trying to do things which is which isn't right. Like I, I think that comes a lot down to environment. You know, like the environment that you are surrounded by. There's always people there that's going to be like, "What are you? Oh, you're obsessed, or you're lasting too fuck much." Fucking people, man. Aye, fuck them. Just exactly. Fucking people. Those people don't. I'd, like whenever you're doing better on yourself, it's reminding them that they're not doing what they want to be doing in life. So if 100%. you are surrounded by those kind of of what would you call them? Like negatives, Debbie, Debbie energy, energy uh, sappers, just energy sappers, exactly. Get them right out of your life. My mom used to always say to me, Show me your friends, and I'll tell you who you are. It's true. All uh, right, you, uh, you are the five people that you surround, surround yourself with on the daily. You're a factor you, of your own environment, like you just, you are. That's just the way it is, like, but is. I think so surround yourself by good, good people. And, and then if you have people that are saying, like, <laughs> You don't have, like, if you go into the gym or if you're doing something and if it's your partner and they're making you feel bad, Aye. reassess, man. Reassess. <laughs> Simple like, as. Especially like, if you're married, like them, that, might be, that might be a No, reassess as well. You're never too late. Reassess, man. Yeah, VLRCA. No, I know. I think that it does. Have just. Have the conversation. I think, like, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like, always do things that make you uncomfortable and stop, like, as you said to me earlier, stop people-pleasing. Mm. Like, it is. I think it's something that we feel like we need to do a lot as people-please. 100%. I had a good chat with another coach. We had a good talk about, he started doing online now and he was saying about how much hassle it is. Mm. But he's only starting, so he's taking whoever he can get. Yeah. So Like, see, when I have somebody who inquires... I'll know after about two text messages if we're a fit. If we're a fit, for one. There's been so many people have just said, oh, no, because I'm not going to waste my time if they're going to waste it. Like, I say it to people, like, they do, especially online, because it's different the one-by-one people, like, in-person coaching. Like, yeah. if you give me 100%, I'll give it back. If you give me 50%, I'll give it back. If it takes you two days to write back to me, then... It's going to take me two days to write back to you. Yeah, we'll be yeah. that petty. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but it's your <laughs> time. It's, I don't think people realize that how much time and work goes on the, the online coaching and stuff. Like people mm. just like, oh, so you're just sitting at the house writing a program. That's not, but that's that's where it differs then too, doing things for yourself. Like uh, uh, that's that's kind of doing things because it's doing it for my own mental capacity. Mental, like yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to just take somebody on just for the money and then for my head to be munched. Do you know it. what I mean? Yeah, and that all ties into doing things. It doesn't have to be actually doing something. It might be not doing something that is in turn doing something for yourself. That's you it. know what I mean. That is completely right. It has to be for the right reasons as well. It has to be a hundred percent for the right reasons because that's it. Does because it doesn't matter what coach you go to. It doesn't matter how experienced they are, how much they cost. If your head's not on it, nothing's going to work. I think it, I think it's an identity thing. I think you need to, 
people do things because they believe they've got a certain identity. Do you know what I mean? That's a very good point. Yes, aspire to keep up this identity that they have. This, with this is this is something very good. Something That's deep, there, Matt. That's deep. This is deep, right? But this is this is all seriousness. I used to play football, play like my whole life. It got down to like a certain age. I was like maybe twenty-one. Yeah. And I could have just you know just kept playing because that's that was my identity. That yeah. was who I was. That was all I was about. Yeah. But I wasn't enjoying it no more. I fucking hated going to training. Hated going to matches. I used to enjoy a crack with the boys, but I used to actually hate playing then. Mm. And then I just thought, you know what? That's when you kind of have to... I could have just kept playing along. Uh, just kept doing it because just that was what I believed that I was. And what people... I was, like, was like... I, I, was, I wasn't... I was just going to people, other people, or please uh, other people. Yeah. And the sacrifice of my own fucking happiness. So it's just like, I can't do this no more. No. It's not that serious. Like, like it's just... I just stopped playing. Just as I'm uh, taking a step back, I'm first. I just wasn't doing anything for me anymore. And that's when the... I think people, I always, I always see it all the time. People who do like, like bodybuilding is a good example. But mm-hmm. they would have done it when they're younger. And they yeah. think then when they get back training, that's what they have to do because that's what they're about. Yeah. Well, what they were about. And they'd be too ashamed to maybe make a change to do something else. To do, if they want to, like, for example, do CrossFit, if they want to do it, but they're scared of being judged by the people that they're that's associated it. with. Do you know judgment? what I mean? That's Just fucking do it, man. Don't worry. People will hang about. If they're if they're good friends or good people, they'll hang about. And if they're not, and they don't hang about, then they work good for you anyway. And your choices shouldn't determine if somebody wants to be with you or not, or be your friend or whatever. Do you know uh, what I mean? That's it. I think we, we always kind of tend to link change with pain, like because of the unknown. Like we always think like, oh, what if that's going to go wrong or what if they say this about me or what yeah. if that it's always it's the constant it's the fear of change I think that scares most people and they're not doing what they want to do because mm. they don't it's the unknown I think that's what scares most people right and, it is uh, I for sure it's for just sure. Uh, like, you, know, you like going to stop the football I'm sure like there was a point where you're like but what if I don't do this what am I going to do like, well, how 100%. like uh, what what do I do now uh, and it, it, it's scary like it's, it oh, sounds like I, it's no ideal but if it's something that you've been doing all your life and then you've like decided to stop it you're like fuck what did you know but like even, even then over here I think though it was a couple of components it was just too serious maybe yeah as well for like an amateur kind of sport and a lot of people will relate that are listening like if, they, if they're playing sport or whatever it can be very serious for very little reward and yeah. you sacrifice so much. so much. Training maybe three nights a week, you're away, Sunday all day. Aye. You're going to the gym in between days, you're looking after yourself. You're not getting paid a dime, you're getting fuck off art. Do you that know was, what I mean? That's so true. That, and, that's just pure passion. It needs to be pure passion. And then yeah. when you when that drifts, it starts, it's hard. It's Aye. hard to do it. When you're on it, you're on it. And then you've probably you, got the question, like, why? What has changed? Why am I not enjoying it? Like, oh, I used to. And then you'd be, you'd be down on yourself. Exactly, you feel like you're a freak or something, uh, or what's wrong with me? But like, my dad was always a really good person to chat about because he was there since I was three years of age, whatever age I was started, always yeah. there, always watching. And he would, he would always back the decision. Like, if, if I didn't want to do anything anymore, I tried everything when I was younger. Uh, but if I didn't want to do it no more, then that's no buggy. And if somebody's forced you to do something that you don't want to do anymore, then mm. fuck them. 
Yeah. Unless you, unless you, you decide for yourself, like you want to do it, like the exact same way starting a weight loss or um, like a gains program, whatever. Mm. You're, you're going to be making that commitment to yourself that you want to do this. So commit to the commitment. Mm. Commit to that commitment and fucking finish it. If you start something that's in a block, try your hardest to finish it out. Even if you finish it half-assed, just finish it. Tell yourself that, right, like, so say somebody signed up to your online program mm. and it's, you've, what do you do in blocks of four weeks or 12? Depends, four, eight, 12. Aye. So whatever, be, say they did yeah. the four weeks, right? Um, and they're on at the first week. Everybody, everybody's motivation is fucking sky high first week. Yes, help me mm. Look at me. I'm fucking mm. Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. No one can stop me. <laughs> and then you come the fucking Saturday of the first week and you're like, ah, I'll go for subs. Go mm. for subs. Get plastered. Then you're like, fuck Chinese next day. And then the ball's rolling. Then you're like, oh, mm. I ruined everything. Motivation starts to slack. So then you're mm. like, oh, I'll give up. But instead of going, I'm going to give up. Just go, right. That happened. Today's a new day. I'm going to move on. I'm going to commit mm. to the commitment that I made myself because I obviously want to change something about my life mm. or my body. Otherwise, I wouldn't have signed up to this program. So I owe it to myself to come back to what, what you were saying about um, doing things for yourself. Mm. Um, I'm going to do this for me because I don't want to feel like this anymore. Like, I don't want to feel... I don't want to look at myself and feel how I'm feeling. I've been there so many times. Like I have been... Seven and a half stone. I've been 15 and a half stone. I'm currently right. now at 11 stone. I have been on both sides of the scale. And I currently now, my body's not where I want to be, obviously, mm. because like I could be, somebody says to me, you know, no way I like you. I was all what? I was like, I was like, oh, why? And uh, they were like, because you're not one of those trainers that looks like a trainer. I was all, that oh, was thank like, you. Like, <laughs> is this a compliment or? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, because I don't put photographs of myself up and like I'm not ah, a selfie like, me, like, like a like a posing con. No, but that's no, no, that's not that's that's what you mean. No, but you're proud of the gains. Like, look at the difference in what you've made over through consistency. Ah. That's different. You're selling a consistency story where ah. I'm not because I'm not like ripped. I mm. am just a normal person. I work out. Because I enjoy working out and I love helping people move. Um, I can get shredded in a war if I cut my diet down. Anybody, anybody can. can. Like that's, and that's I know that I can about. do that. And I was just like, oh, as I was taken back by it. I was like, and then I was like, no, you know what? I was like, oh, thank you. I was like, because you know why? I was all, I am, I have never been as happy in my life than, than what I am now. And mm. I haven't depended on the skills for the first time in so many years to, to dictate to me and tell me that I should be happy because I am a certain weight. That was my own demons from when I was 16. Like, that was almost mm. fucking 15, 15, 16 years of depending on fucking stupid numbers on the scales. They they tell me that, oh, you're 15 and a half stone. You should be, you should be really down on yourself. Look at the fat year. Look at this. And I let it happen. I remember, like, mm. like this is completely mental. Like, mm. I was taking two laxatives a day whenever I was That's saying mad, things that you do to yourself like this is complete mind warp shit like i was my period stopped i had my hair was falling out i had really bad acne sorry that's too much information for yeah, but, you know what you mean. It's, fucking... it's mental like it's, it's i don't think people realize how much um body image can can really um affect a person 
So oh. you can't like look at a person and be all like, oh my God, she needs to eat a burger or whatever. Like this is why you Them things talk. stick, man. Yeah, them, them things them, really they stick. They stick. Like, like people commenting on people's weight or yeah. just don't no do matter it. who you are, just just don't don't be a prick. Like. Uh, if you haven't got like say something po- oh, you're looking really well, Jesus, you're you know, if you have any concerns about them, just ask them, is everything all right? Are you okay? Don't be saying, Jesus, look at this fucking skinny you've got now, it's shippy. Mm. Or things like that really do stick and damage to people. Um, hundred percent. Aye, so just just be kind with your your fucking words and be sound. Swear yeah, boy. Yeah, be. Um, what have you done? Anything? Oh, I was thinking about this today whenever I was making my mm. massive cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> I was like, I wonder has Matt tried any strange or methods? Methods? Have you done the whole fast cardio written all? Mm, no. See, right, I feel like I was quite lucky in the sense that when I was about 16 coming into the whole fitness thing, yeah, the information that was being put out was really good back then. Like, you, I used to watch so much YouTube videos and I, I learned so, so, so much from the right people that are still following me, which is like seven, eight years later. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I remember following like, uh, like Christian Guzman was somebody. I don't know if yes. you've ever heard of him. I used to follow him when he had a small gym that was tiny, right? And I think he had about, not not joking, he had about 10,000 followers on his YouTube. And he was just a normal person, but he knew his stuff. And then he used to follow like Matt Ogus and all. Some people will know who I'm on about, but then people, I used to be obsessed with the videos. I used to follow things that they used to do. But in terms of like mad things he used to do, I lost a pound of weight one time. Did you ever took steroids? Never. Never. A never lot of men, a lot of boys have, like, took steroids, and it's really sad to think that they have. I've never tried anything. Hey, I, I barely even take a pre-workout, because <laughs> I took a pre-workout about, fuck, it must be two years ago. I was going into the gym, and I was like, somebody offered me a pre-workout. I can't remember who it was. Talking anyway. It was only a wee tiny script as well. Going up the stairs. They like stretch and my whole body was just having a fucking breakdown. My pure red. I went outside, bulked out the front, didn't even train, just went home. Like that's that's just that's as hectic as my thing of stuff <laughs> went. Like in terms of in oh terms of like God. training wise. Like, don't get me wrong. I think about taking steroids all the time. No, I do it's not. So, it's so normalized now. But there's people that are taking stuff that you won't even know is taking stuff, and that's Aye. a whole ball game. Aye. Like they don't look like they're, but they are and Aye. That's what I never understand. If if I ever text on, you know, you'll know Aye. because I look like I will. Do you know what I mean? Aye. <laughs> I actually fucking I remember the time when you're on about the your whole body going like that. I remember fucking I was taking fat burners because back in the day, I think I was was I working in Austin at the time. Mm. They were called Black Six, right. and my friend got them off. Uh, the internet, and I was like, oh, give me, let me, I'll try one of them there too. It's mad whenever you know things and then you're just like, I'll try it away. Fuck it Um, I took it out and I was fucking, I was like, I was like, I was fucking on wired out of my head. I was like, fucking, but like, Jesus, the do- like I, the next day I had like sore heads and. Pure caffeine, man. That's all fat burners are. That's it. Fat burners don't there. work. And the best fucking pre-workout that you can drink is coffee. A cup of coffee just. A cup of coffee. Don't be spending your money and all that shit. Uh, so I just want to say that, you know, like people, whenever they're well down on their bodies and stuff, um, your body is perfect in the way that you're treating it. Mm. Like, so are you treating your body good? 
then your mm. body's going to look and feel good. If you're treating it bad, then it's going to look and feel bad. So your per- your body is perfect and the way you're treating treating it. And if you want to change it, come up with strategies on how you can change it. Like write down what you need to do. I'm a well big believer in journals. Like but that I, links in well to both points today because I, it does. Like we talked about how you're going to do something. Like if you're going to get from A to B, what yeah. you're doing in between, yeah. and then doing things for yourself. I think it's very important to write all the things down. Why you're doing something on <laughs> the start? Why why are you doing it? Uh, you know what I mean? what's your goal what's your end goal and what are you going to have to do to get to that end goal and again is it for the right reasons is it for uh, yourself or is it for, for someone else? else i think that people like the, our ultimate goal in life should be they live a life without illness that's my goal in life anyway happiness mm-hmm. that's that's obvious like everybody wants wants happiness in their life but we have the happiness inside us like it's just we're keep searching for it in the wrong place we keep searching for happiness whenever happiness as within us like it's not mm. something or a material thing that you can get but i think that a life without illness is the biggest fucking goal in life like obviously like i know genetics and and stuff well, like they say that. prevention is better than a cure like prevention is definitely better than a cure so look after your health like so come up with the strategies and the ways that you can go towards that goal mm. um but you can't change something without changing something in your daily routine Mm. you're doing something now and you're stuck in where you are it's because you're following the same fucking routine mm. change something in that routine and it, you'll start to change um we tend to we tend to want to change whenever it becomes too late to change because mm. like i.e and almost like what you were saying you know friendship mm. better than cure or you've reached a, a a weight that you didn't never wanted to reach before we, we then decide then when it's time to change whenever we're really down on ourselves Mm. And we're in that it's always when people are like we're in the people bag. who fucking gamble or something and oh, they're rock bottom and then yeah. they change Aye. but if they never got that rock bottom would they change anyway well that's true so, as well do you know what I mean positive and every negative there boy fucking you know what I mean though that's, that's so true like so true. before you had rock bottom I think you need to just evaluate things yeah and think 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 differently and how you're going to you in the Bronx? I hit rock bottom. I'm in the fucking Bronx. I love, I love this in a hospital and I swear to God, I hear an ambulance about 12 times a day. Uh, but hopefully I'll never be in one. So again, this place is There we go. You see? You see everything? But, uh, Needs to be handy up to the hospital if ever something happens to me. Oh, forgive no, me. Touch wood. Oh, fucks, I know. But so just like fucking control your portion sizes if you don't want to do calorie counting. Calorie counting is the best. That's undoubtedly the best and how you're going to control your body mm. and be in a deficit but use a smaller plate we sample things use a smaller plate and instead of your big massive plate that you always that you would use mm. don't snack just don't cut out the snacks just have your breakfast lunch and dinner mm. and maybe an apple if your snacks are going to be snacks have them as fruit as opposed to the shite that you're normally going to be picking like like me i'm wild for crusps I never used to eat crisps, but now yeah, everything. But then again, you can you can fit them on too. Like, no, I know, but I'm on about if people don't want the calorie count. It's harder. Uh, you need to know. You need to know if you, if you can fit them on or not. If you can't, exactly. So if you're not calorie counting, try for the first couple of weeks just sticking to lunch, breakfast, and dinner, and mm. see how your weight loss goes down. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But then, so and just exercise, get that cal- that that body pumping. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's... Just move. Get your body moving. That's it. 
move, move, so move. We have a few um, questions. Questions this week? Yeah. Which is good. We didn't have any the last day because, well, we had a couple the way. I can't even remember. We had one of our So hopefully, hopefully, we'll get more questions every every time every we week. do it. Get yeah. more bit more feedback. So first question is favorite form of diet for sustainability and consistency. Basically, whatever works for you. Like whatever works. People like say I, as we were talking about to shut down different types of diets, but it's just because there's easier ways. Like people think doing keto, for example, is the only way to do it. Yeah. There's easier ways to do it. There's but easier like, ways to do it. If keto works for you, then do it. Uh, like if, if it is like for obviously for medical conditions like there's people uh, that are epileptic that need to do keto then you can't be down on them for doing for doing keto if they uh, need to do it for their medical reasons but if you're just doing it for the fucking sake of doing it because you've seen some instagram model saying that this is how she has her uh, natural size six frame mm-hmm. then don't do it no um good question that by the way very good question um it's kind of like a second part to that question was tips for weekends and kind of how to keep on track right this is what i tell the girls i don't know if it's helpful for anybody else like if you know that you're going out at if you're going out for a meal on a saturday night right mm. and you know you're going to have drinks then just cut the calories back throughout the week like by cutting, mm. like do calories like that Bank them, bank them. Or you can also, like, I wouldn't say, like, starve yourself all day until the meal, but, like, really, like, eat lower uh, That's what calories. I would typically do. Like, just... uh, That's what I would do. I would miss, I would miss my lunch and all. If I, I would have an apple or something or a protein shake or whatever, just to kind of mm. keep me... Just keep you taking over to your... Uh, keep me satisfied. And then there's a higher chance that you're not going to be as over your calories if you do it that way. Then... Well, I think being realistic about it, though, if you're going out every weekend... And getting blocked and eating, going out for meals most weekends. Yeah. I think it almost can be creating like a eating disorder. If you're like disordering yourself during the week. Yeah. Just so you can bounce the weekend and still be on track. I don't think that's a good way to go. No, that's um, disordered eating big time. That, like that. You need to, need to make sure that you're obviously staying on track, but you can still fit on them. Like every second weekend is usually good to go, I think. Aye. And if I if I'm going out, I, I, like I don't count calories to be honest. No, me. Unless I'm doing either. a unless I'm doing a cut. But we've got to that point, like because we've done uh, it so much years and years of doing it. But yeah. I wouldn't recommend it for somebody who doesn't. But of course, it could be better. My results could be better if I did count my calories. But like if I'm going out at the weekend, I won't. I'm not going to be one of them people who go out and get like a salad from a dinner if I'm in a nice restaurant and oh. drinking like, like gin and tonic because it's low in calories like i'll go and i'll get a fucking steak and chips and i'll get about 10 pints in the meat that's um, the way i that's just i'm all in a hunk kind of guy like it's just that's that's it so i think it's important that you do enjoy your weekends but there is ways in which you can still do both so bank your calories do a bit more cardio during the week yeah just move you know more I mean? get that extra calorie burden going on there yeah i um that that kind of thing text to my question um mm. i got a question about um diet culture which are sorry diet club culture um and that's because that's a whole podcast himself and that's guy it really is but why fucking diet club culture grinds my gears is because it creates disordered eating because you starve yourself all week to pay a fiver to stand on fucking scales for some fucker to say you didn't do too well today did you know darling Um, I fucking did. I'm just on my period. You didn't, you know, so you're paying me to pay five pounds to stand on the scales 
they tell me that my weight hasn't went down because of my hormones and how much water retention I'm holding. So gone like why so, people- that, that is for a full podcast, that one. That definitely is. And just I can't the, wait for that one. I think just to wrap on the clubs and um <laughs> this one's quite a different one. It's not a good question. It's injuries, how do you manage them physically and mentally? So I'll start in this one. Yes. I actually have a couple I've worked with a couple of people who had ACL injuries or severe injuries where it stopped them from training or within their sport more probably but dealing with them physically of course it's important that I would like to have a couple of people now coming back from certain injuries and you have to work closely with a physio because I'm not a physio mm-hmm. I'm more strength conditioning that's my background like so work alongside a physio finding out what you can do what you can't do whatever you can't do try your very best to work around it yeah. of course it's hard if you're on crutches or you can't really go anywhere yeah but dealing with it physically is do what you're told and don't jump the gun on things because I think people can get back too quickly and then that's when they go back recovery. 10 steps recovery. you need to let your body recover, recover. but yeah. mentally which is a really good one yeah I think a lot of people who maybe play football like at a reasonably good level or if it's Gaelic at a good level and even if it's not a good level if they play every week and then they're out and they can't train and that might be somebody's only interaction with people or their only real enjoyment throughout the week mm-hmm. I think dealing with mentally is doing doing what you can to work around it and just know that there is better days coming I think having that comeback mentality always helps Um, just to think that you're going to be back better stronger than you were but it is it is a hard one to deal with for sure but you have to just stay positive like you have to just keep grinding just doing what you can you will get back focus on what you can do and stop focusing on what you can't do uh, what you can do. um but like the mental aspect of anything is always the hardest and the toughest to overcome so if you like if anybody else find it hard to do that like just as you say know that better days are coming damn dark days are all all going to be worth it when them good days come uh, and they're not far away like and anybody that deals with dark days which again is another podcast but yeah there's better days coming there definitely is. You best yeah. believe it. But it's like our mental health. Like I think people don't realize that we need to work out our, our, our mental health. Like we need to work on it just as much as we work on our physical. Both of them mm. obviously go hand in hand. But like if you don't clear out your mental health garden and it's going mm. to just keep growing weeds. Like you need to. 100% there. Very those, good point. Those um, daily. Just like like going back to the meditation thing. I don't want to say like a fucking area mm. kind of thing. But meditation is an amazing thing just to do nothing to clear your mind and you were saying that you find that your mind gets well buzzy mm. mine's gets buzzy all the time i'm thinking left right and center but it's gaining and the repetitiveness of doing it and my friend actually does a 555 on instagram sean Doherty, big shout out mm. absolutely amazing um he does five minutes um breath work five minutes journaling and five minutes of meditation mm. every morning at 7 a.m so mm. i'm like the like it's just getting out of your head for those 15 minutes, even in the morning. Yeah. Work out your mind daily, your mental health. That could help somebody big time it is dealing with injury or setback. Or I, that's, anything. that's what I mean. Because that is because they can't obviously be doing anything physical and they're dealing right. with the mental issue of it. Just so keep them busy too. Clear out that we mental um issues that you have in your head because that's they are the worst. But I have one last question. Yeah. Fueling intense sessions, something that is light in the stomach and they don't want to feel sick or fatigue for a session. Mm. Do you want to go first? 
I I love I love prots. <laughs> I love protein oats. I just think they are like protein and carb pre best pre workout and post workout meals that you can have. I would I would tend to stay away from anything too high in fat. Uh, pre workout because mm. it's harder to break down and it's just not really what you want before a session. Aye. Usually. I'm very basic when it comes to you. say if I have like breakfast and I'm trying plan to train my day, but then I get hungry before it. Then I'll usually just have two slices of like whole homemade toast or honey eggs. on it and some salt. Honey and salt, just honey and yeah. salt. All right. Honey and salt. Honey and salt. That's what I would have what? before a session. I have never because... tried that before. Did you get this from like honey chili chicken or something? No, it's just it, this, this is kind of not for the taste thing. This is for the reason that you're on about earlier. You know, oh, right. Okay. Right. I saw for, this thing. I was like, because it's light in the stomach. Sodium and stuff. Fast acting carbs and then sodium. You yeah. can help with just a mad pump in the gym, Amazing. which is a thing. That's um, very, very good. Very good. That, that's sort of always it before. And, and sodium as well, they help with cramping and stuff like that. If it was like a run on session or whatever. That's an actually an all good point. Like that, like sodium, salt intake. I did a whole big post on this as well. Um, yeah. Why people people are afraid of salt because they right. think it leads to water retention, and right. like people don't realize how essential it is for our body. Mm-hmm. Like our body can't absorb certain minerals and vitamins if we have eliminated salt and sodium from our diet. Yeah. Eat your fucking salt. Stop. You be cramping up salt. as well, like we. Obviously, don't be like piling her up, like. But you know, you still right. need your salt. Um, I just stay away from fat pre-workout. I would say have something yeah. light, something carbs. something carby, a wee bit of protein if you want it. Um, give it time to digest. And in terms of fatiguing throughout a session, your pre-workout meal isn't going to determine that. That's no. the day before and the day before that. Yeah, and the day before that. Make sure that you're not going on the. Obviously, it's hard for somebody who's fighting or something, and the energy's mm-hmm. low because they have to lose a shit ton of weight. Mm. Of course, it's going to be hard, so that might give you the boost before. But I think that's us. That's us. Hey, I think that was. Um, I actually really love that. Today. I think I I really enjoyed that post- podcast, guys. I hope you enjoyed it too. Listen to us chatting. Well, we were chatting too much shit today. I have to say. I no, think I think it was uh, better. But keep sharing the. I keep sharing, folks, if you can. We post up and story up or something. Just be a legend you, if you made I... it this far. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I, I enjoyed that today. And I hope you send that too. Thank you. And again, um, as Maddie says, um, please share um, on social media and give us a wee tag and stuff. Thank you very much for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.